Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. If you are just joining us, we have been spending the past 30 minutes talking to Ken Snyder and Dale Collier. We're talking about a PG-13 topic. Um, well, no, it's an X-rated topic, but it's PG-13 show today. We're, so please be sensitive, folks, for little ears listening. We are talking about some very adult subject matter. And for those of you who put two and two together, we're talking about sex addiction and pornography and um, how that affects men, both personally, physically, and, and all kind of other aspects of it. So we've been talking about that the first couple of segments. And when we left off on the last segment, a word popped up in conversation that is so a word that every person needs to have in their vocabulary and in their life. And that word was desperation. Yeah, desperation. And uh, I'd like to unpack that with you guys because, because Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the desperate. Um, because then, then we see God. Then we see the movement of God in our lives. So, but how, do, how does a guy get desperate? Uh, you get desperate through loss. Uh, sin has a season. Uh, it works for you for a little while, but it's going to jump up and bite you, and it's going to eat you alive eventually. And, and that's that's the, that's the lure of the devil. You know, alcohol has a, has a certain pleasure to it until you get sick. Yes. Uh, sexual sin is the same thing, and you know, I actually describe it as, and we call it this in our in our ministry. It it is your it has been your best friend. It has seen you through everything. Mm. The problem is, yeah, it sees you through things, and it turns around and beats you to death. Uh, you know, there, there's a price that you have to pay and you reach a point and I pray that, that anybody listening to this will take a look at themselves and go, I can't lose anymore. I can't, I can't see my marriage suffer anymore. I can't spend any more money. I can't go through this loneliness and look at themselves and realize that, you know, this just isn't paying me back anymore. This is not being my best friend. This is being my enemy that is killing me. And and you reach that point. And the good thing is God is so good and so merciful and is so full of grace. He, he'll provide you a path, but you got to look for it. Yeah, we, we talked in between the break about, um, you know, how, how many times addiction, I mean, it didn't, just doesn't happen in one day. It, it takes time. Over time, I mean, Dale, you, you talked about, you know, for years you were struggling in soft porn and then eventually you moved pretty quickly, but it still was a period of time. The, the road to recovery, we talked about resurrection last segment, and but how, how do we, in this desperate state, how do, you know, how long does it take to move towards freedom and, and how do we do that? Yeah, well, the first thing, as Ken mentioned, you, you, if you're going to start into recovery, you need to be broken. You need to have reached your lowest point. Mm-hmm. We do have, um, some men do come to their senses and say, hey, I've had enough. Um, I'm ready for some help. But in, in most cases, men, men are found out. Uh, you know, your wife finds out, sees an email or a text message or something along those lines. Yes. So they get busted, as we call it. And, and once you're busted, then hopefully that's your low point. For me, it was when my wife found me out and, and then I left my home um, with my five sons sitting there. You know, I had to explain to them. I couldn't tell them all my sins. First of all, I didn't remember all my sins, but I could. They were so young that I had to put it into terms that they would understand. But mm-hmm. my lowest point was when walking out of that house with my oldest son, who was only ten or eleven at the time, holding onto my neck, saying, "Daddy, don't don't go, don't go, Daddy." Not totally not understanding mm-hmm. what was going on. So you know that 
And I remember that. Sometimes I force myself to remember that moment because I need to, I need to visit my low point sometimes. And then, and how long, you know, as you have worked in, in recovery, in the ministry of recovery, but how, how long does it take you when you get to that, the pit, the bottom, Mm -hmm. then what? Well, for me, it's been nine years and I'm still in recovery and I will be recovering till the day I die. I, this is something that's a battle for me still. Um, and the path is different for each man. The path that took to get them into the sin is a little bit different and the path out is a little bit different. Some men come out more quickly than others. Some are in and out constantly. They they have a little bit of recovery, a little bit of sobriety, and then they'll have a slip and they'll go right back into it. Uh, I think for me, I think the turning point, as I mentioned before, was um, was not, not only, I think the biggest point for me was saying, hey, I, I wanna take responsibility for what I've done. I want to recognize what I've done to who who I've harmed, how I've harmed them, and 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 make amends for that. And that and even to this day, I'm still doing that. Nine years after, I'm still finding people who have harmed in different ways, uh, and still making amends. Qu- quickly, how do, how do you, that, the biblical word is restitution? What what do you do to make amends? What do you do to make restitution? For my sons, I I. I am available to them to talk about this topic. They know, my oldest sons uh, know what I've done. And and I want them to know that because they need to know where this can take a man. They also need to know that a man, a father, can get up and walk, you know, with God and recover from this. So as far as my sons go, uh, amends to them is making sure that they understand. I'm there for them, you know, if, they, if they're having the same struggle. For my wife, it's a constant uh, state of I'm I'm always trying to be the the man God intends me to be and the man she needs me to be. I fall short every day. I fall short of that, but I'm working and I try, and that's making amends to her. Mm. And you're demonstrating to her um, that godly sorrow that leads to repentance um, leaves a life of no regret. Um, well put. Um, <laughs> I'm just quoting the Apostle Paul. <laughs> um, can comment on that. There's a, an old saying in addiction circles that the best amends you can make is another day of sobriety. Mm. And there, there's such truth in that. You know, the word says, you know, I walk in, but Dale and I both walk in a gigantic measure of freedom. That being said, I have to take up my cross daily. Mm. The temptation is there. It's there on something as, as innocent as the evening news. And, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it's, it's not that it's a constant battle or struggle. But it's protecting yourself. It is taking it, crucifying your flesh, taking up your cross. And it's, it becomes easier over time. Uh, it's a long, uh, pr- recovery is a process, and it's a relational process. You know, I said earlier, we fear intimacy. Well, strangely enough, the first person you will ever really probably be intimate with is a perfect stranger in a, that you sit down in a room with, just like Dale and I met one time, where we could unpack our baggage, where we could open up, open up ourselves one to another without any shame. Mm. And I've told you before the program, where there is an absence of judgment, love fills that vacuum. And that's the love of Christ. And, and, you know, I think our kind of foundational scripture for our ministry is Jesus and his encounter with the woman at the well. Mm-hmm. She was the town prostitute and he read her mail, but he didn't judge her. 
And so she opened up to him and she discovered who he was, the Messiah. She was the first person that Jesus revealed himself to as the Messiah. When I first read that, I cried like a baby because, (laughs) and I almost thought, well, he loves sex addicts more than he does anybody else. And of course I'm wrong in that. He loves us all equally, but I kind of like to think that he does anyway. (laughs) You know, um, if you're listening and you, it's been a while or you've never read John chapter four, um, the woman at the well. That is, and you are struggling with what we're talking about today. Go to that passage. Not only go to that passage, but God is using you guys. God has given you a ministry. Talk a little bit about that ministry and what are some practical things that guys who are struggling with being tempted, we're, we're all tempted. Um, us guys, we're visual, and the, the enemy knows that. But talk about your ministry and, and talk about some practical things of what we can do as men to guard our eyes, to guard our hearts and minds so we can be the, the dads and the husbands and the men that God's called us to be. Well, I'll address first the, the, the big resource that's available to men, and then I'll let Dale address some of the other things. Uh, we are part of a ministry called Addicts Redeemed by Christ. It can be reached through ARCMEN, A-R-C-M-E-N, 911.com. Say uh, that one more time. ARCMEN, 911.com. A-R-C-M-E-N. 911.com. Right. We'll link that on our Facebook page so that way people can get access to it. Thank you. Uh, that will direct men to three meetings a week. And you don't have to go to all three, but we do that just to make it convenient where you can encounter men uh, just like yourself who've struggled just like yourself, but who've also had the courage to go, I can't do this anymore. And I've got to, I've got to stop and I, I want to stop. So, I, Dale, you can talk to some of the I, other things. I well, need help. Um, going back to the website, it's, it's a great resource to let guys know, um, you know what we do, who we are, what we believe, and how we operate. And then there's a, a, a link there for if you want to join, the steps to take if you want to join us. That's, um, that's terrific. Um, you guys, Ken, you've been l- part of this ministry for how many years? 15, 16 years. 16 years. And Dale? Nine. Nine years. And uh, there's a bunch of guys that come in every week, um, different and new faces and same faces. And it's all about uh, experiencing the love and grace and mercy and compassion of Jesus. Right? Right. Absolutely. Um, we're going to need to take a break here. Yep. We're going to take a break, come back with our final segment, and we're going to talk some more practical aspects of Steps to Take. The name of the show we are on is Solid Steps Radio, if you're just listening. Thanks for listening. But we want to talk about some steps. What are some steps that some men need to take? Some guy's listening right now, and he is a full-blown addict, and he wants to stop, but maybe he doesn't know what the first step is, and there may be some guys listening. They need to take one step or the next step to stop. I know one of the my favorite things about AA is they ask a guy, how did you stay sober for 20 years? He said, I stayed sober today. Today. And then tomorrow is not tomorrow. And so we're going to talk about some of those steps that maybe guys can practically take. So thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our final segment today of Solid Steps Radio. And if you're just joining us, this is a show for men by men. We thank you for listening. Today's topic is a PG-13 rated uh, show because we're talking about uh, some topics that you might want to only have certain age demographic ears listening to as far as maturity goes, which we're talking about sex and addiction today. Uh, We were with 
Ken Snyder, and Dale Coyer. And before we finish our last segment here, I want to first off thank our sponsor, Carol Rogers Carpet One. Ken Martin and his crew, go visit them for all your flooring needs. And thank you for sponsoring our show, Ken. And also, some folks have come to me and says, hey, how can we help you in the show? Uh, how can we, we, we want to support the show. And here's the best thing you can do for us, <laughs> is you can tell other people about the show. You can spread it around. You can like our Facebook page and share that when we do make comments. But today's topic in specific is if you are a man listening or a woman listening, you have another man in your life, yourself and someone else. If you could share this show with them, forward this to them and say, hey, let's go have coffee and and talk about something that I have never talked about or don't talk about enough. Uh, especially when you hear about Dale's story. I have five boys, and if I had to think about I, me having to line up my five boys on the couch and tell them I had to leave the house because of a sex addiction, I can't imagine him a more of a nightmare. So to keep that from happening, guys, share this with someone else. Yeah, and, and because all of us know one or two or three or four or five or ten guys, I, I think it's Chuck Swindoll who said that the biggest issue in the church today for men is this whole area of 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 lust and sexual addiction and our sexuality and it's out of control and we as the body of Christ want to come around and and so we do need your help we need you to pass this around to other guys uh, young guys mid-aged guys and older guys because um, we're all in the same boat the enemy comes to seal, kill, and destroy. He wants, he wants to take us out. And a sexual addiction and sexual issues is a huge, a huge way that he wants to do that. Um, but we, we want to talk now about what, what God's put on you guys' heart and how he's using you in ministry. It's the ARC group. And uh, what, what does that stand for? It stands for Addicts Redeemed by Christ. And let's, let's kind of uh, talk about now how do we... Uh, not all the nitty gritties at, at the group, but how do you help guys and how do we help them walk in freedom? The, the best way of doing it is actually modeling it. Uh, not, number one, revealing to them or making them know that they're safe. Your secrets are safe. They don't have to be secrets anymore and open ourselves up one to another. That, that's it. The book of James talks about uh, confess your faults, your sins, one to another. And I always say that when you confess to God your sins, you get forgiveness. When you confess to another man, you get healing. And that is the key. And you have to do it. That's what it takes. The lie from the devil is if it, to keep it in secret, to, to oh, you, you talk to God about it. That's okay. Talk to God about it. And we confess our sins, First John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But we forget the power of healing that comes when we confess our sins to one another. So regularly in the ARC group, you're, you're doing that. It's not just the ARC group. Uh, you, you develop the friendships and relationships that carry you during the week. Uh, some people are talking to guys every day. Uh, Dale, I, we, we communicate a lot, uh, not just when uh, something bad's going on or perhaps we're feeling some struggle or temptation. No, on a regular basis. Because one, I mean, we just have a, a relationship that God intended. Now, he uses it to help us, but we also have some fun, too. Yes. And, and how critical and important that is. Ch- Chad, you, in the break, you talked about uh, the quote from, I think, Stephen Arterburn. Yeah, I heard him on the radio one day. says, if you really want to put sexual temptation and pornography at bay, or at least kind of take a big hit to that, get a same-sex male friendship relationship where you're actually 
talking about these things. And I didn't believe it, but boy, on this side of having a best friend, I'd say it's definitely true. Absolutely. The, the power. And so you guys, that, that's what's one of the things that you really instigate. Talk about that, Dale. Well, Ken and I have known each other for nine years now, and um, I think we've taken turns sponsoring each other if there's such <laughs> a thing. But uh, certainly we are accountable to one another, and uh, we're, we're not afraid to call each other out on the other end of the phone or in an email or something. We, we're pretty quick to do that. But Ken's been uh, a, a very big help to me and, and I can uh, we we have a lot of tools that we can do we tell guys you know um, to block their computers or give their wives their passwords or block their phones or don't use iPhones I still carry a dumb phone um, I don't have need for internet access so I mean you know, most, most of my life without it so why do I need it now kind of a thought <laughs> so um, and, and my children my boys as I said they're teenagers I don't allow them to have uh, iPhones because I'm afraid of that as well but the key is accountability uh, knowing that you've got somebody who's going to ask you some tough questions at the end of the day or when I turn to Ken and say Ken you know I'm, I'm doing this today I'm going someplace going to maybe I'm going to Disney World or something and you know Ken will ask me well have you got a plan in place for that well you know what are you going to do if you have a struggle there wow. and when we plan these things out we call them fire drills we we have plans in place so uh there's always and help. so when you don't have plans in place and your buddy asks you, he, he's okay, you know, almost forcing you to, to get a game plan in place so you can walk in freedom. Yeah. And so you're, you're, you're teaching and encouraging and training the guys that come how to do that. Absolutely. How to connect with other men. Um, yeah, it's we 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 emphasize that from the very uh, first day someone walks in that we we think it's important that uh, they develop a relationship. We know it takes a while because it's just not a common thing that men are doing. But right. but we tell them to listen to other men as they talk, listen to what they have to say. Eventually, you'll hear one or two guys who you feel like you relate well with, and those are the guys you need to be connecting with. Maybe one will be a sponsor, but those are the guys you need to talk to about getting accountability with, trading phone numbers trading emails addresses and and then just really opening up your life opening up your heart to another guy yeah mm. talk about that a little bit more ken uh it's it's absolutely necessary and, and you just you cannot get through this world by yourself you just can't and it's a, it's a lie of the enemy that well i can deal with this on my own you know it's one thing for me to go i have to travel in a couple of months it's one thing for me to go to the front desk and say listen turn off the movie channels but the better part of that is to go to the room and know that I, I have. It's not that I have to call Dale. It's that I know that that's good sense to reach out to a brother and say, "Look, I'm here. This is not a standard situation. Uh, things can happen. I need to be accountable to you. I'm here. I'm safe. This is what I'm going to do the rest of the evening." Well, how are you going to get to that point except you know digging into a relationship? And it's tough because we've been so ashamed of ourselves for so long. Uh, I tell guys who come to our groups, uh, give this six months because it takes that long for the walls to begin to come down yes. and for you to be open to relationships. And then you know God is good; He's going to lead you to that person who uh, it's a it's a it's a spiritual thing, a spiritual relationship that He will ordain. He'll guide you and direct you if you will have the courage to get to that room and that place where you're going to meet other guys. So okay, there's a listener right now who is going, I know I need to talk to somebody. I know I need to confess, but I am scared to death. I, I don't, I, I, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. And there's this tension going on inside the guy's heart right now. Speak into that. Just the last minute here. 
my my wife is is always saying life is choices and it is you have to make that choice you have to be you know sick and tired of being sick and tired and mm-hmm. another uh, addiction adage is when you get when the pain of change is less than a pain of staying where you where you are you'll do something about it and and i there are mo- there's so many men listening right now and god is that's their heart that god is stirring not guilt not shame it's god stirring their heart to go i need to take a step and uh, john eldridge is one of my favorite authors and he says we need a fight to fight this is the fight for most men the the overwhelming majority of men this is the fight you gotta fight but your manhood is involved are you a man are you a servant of God? Are you a child of God? Do you have the guts and the courage to sit down, walk into a room full of strangers? It's hard for the first instant, and then once you're there, freedom begins, mm. literally. Mm. Listeners, can uh, your book, Crossroad, A Journey from Sex to Sanity, I encourage you to get a copy, Amazon.com. And, uh, th- Actually, this, if you go to their website, archmen911.com. Yes, you can get it there, archmen911.com. You can buy that book. Yeah. We're going to – I hate it. Hate it. This, the show is over and, and time is up. But um, thanks for listening. But, Ken, would you pray for our listeners? And just uh, – got about 30 seconds here. I'd be happy to. Father God, we thank you for your goodness and your bigness. And, Father, you're more powerful than the enemy who seeks to snare us with uh, pornography and sexual addiction. You're far more powerful. Mm-hmm. And more than that, you you create relationships on this earth. And I always say you're God with skin on among uh, my fellowship, one to another. Mm-hmm. And you speak to us and you heal us and you bring us into a freedom that we could not imagine. But that's that's how good and how awesome you are. Father, I thank you for the men out there right now who are going, I need to do this. I need to take this step. I need to make this choice that I will do what God wants me to do and have the rich life that he intends for me to have, mm-hmm. whether it's as a husband or as a father, as a businessman or whatever. Father, I thank you right now that you touch the hearts and lives of men as I pray. And in Jesus' name, I give this all to you. Amen. Mm, amen. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Dale. Well, folks, thanks for listening. If you just caught the end of this and you want to hear the entire show, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Solid Steps Radio, and you can hear this show in its entirety. On Monday, we post a link. You can also go to iTunes and look up Solid Steps Radio, soundcloud.com, and look up uh, Solid Steps Radio. You can find us. So we want to thank again Ken Snyder and Dale Collier, Ken's book, Once again, it's Crossroad, A Journey from Sex to Sanity. And you can find that on their website, which is also going to be linked on our Facebook page, arcmen911.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.